0: And it's taken. and now it's resident's cell witness
1: Everybody. Welcome to All Hill Unicron episode forty-four. This is post Memorial Day weekend. Post, let's chill out and just wait till next week to do a show. I'm your host, Oscar Alonso, and joining me tonight are two other members of the Furious Five. He is the one, the only, the guy with bottomless pockets and blank checks to spare, especially when he goes at BotCon and TFCon, and he's flying first class. He doesn't care. The one the only captain pre-order, Mr. Rich.
2: Yo, let's go. All right.
3: I want to. I just want to clarify. He's not flying first class. He actually you... pre-ordered uh, a new uh, 747 for himself <laughs> to fly there.
1: So, and by that he means on GTA 5, because <laughs> I think his wife would take precedence if he bankrupted the family just to buy a jet <laughs> for one trip. <laughs> Come on, babe. I got to show up a style, man. I got my glasses and everything. I'm gonna look just like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> And the person you saw interrupt the intro, he's everyone's favorite mad professor, the guy who has a tattoo of Bobby Skull Face on his back, uh-huh. playing with Combiner Wars Menasaur in true? one hand, and Legacy Menasaur in the other, with hearts above his head. He is the one and the only, the king of Fix-It, the benefactor of this podcast, Mr. T2R6 Justin. Yes, it's me. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> we, we want to say that the proceeds of the sales of the swag we had went to donating to a good friend of Justin who is undergoing some cancer um, through her good fund mm-hmm. GoFundMe. I said Ger-fundme. Ger-fundme. <laughs> GoFundMe. fund GoFundMe. Jesus Christ, I'm tired. Um, yeah, so that went to that. So we want to thank you guys yeah, that bought the swag, and by that we mean rich, just rich, just rich. That's that's all. Am I the only one? I think you are. <laughs> I have not checked the Teespring account, but I will. I highly doubt anything else moved. Um, maybe I need to bust out the uh, last t-shirt design for unicorn after I knock out this comic. Which, hopefully, in a couple of days, I'll have some news to share on the next week's episode. Um, yeah, uh, let's get going. With, did anybody get anything? Justin.
3: I did, actually. Um, ah. I'm disappointed that Matt's not here, because there was a good amount of it that is actual, legitimate Transformers toys um so from the the official transformers line okay okay hold on hold on hold on hold on we'll start with that yeah that's fine so from the legacy line i ended up getting the animated slash universe prowl Um, Nice. he's okay he's not bad i don't dislike him i think he's cool um i got Can rider
1: kick like common rider
3: he can yeah and uh i got the armada uh, hotshot which looks really nice next to the fans hobby uh optimus so I just need red alert so I can complete that trio and like I'm fucking done with Armada. Like I'm good. You
1: gotta get the Starscream, man. That's not a bad star screen. <laughs> I guess not in her mind. Is that. it
3: is it
2: a legacy <laughs> star screen
3: from Armada? It is. it is, yeah. Okay.
2: I've heard good things about that mold. I
1: haven't it. It. that's good. There's a third party company doing a version of them too. Okay. Uh, mr joe s shout out to joe s one of our four listeners because we fucking promoted one of them to be joined the podcast
3: mm-hmm. actually um, actually at school Skullf- at school fest i found our other two listeners so i was i was very impressed ah, you went to school fest <laughs> i did yeah so oh,
1: that happened it was a good time yeah guess so. i missed the memo <laughs> oh, just, no, i'm kidding he never invites because it's, it's i can't do it
3: logistically it's, not gonna happen yeah so. it's
1: fucking logistically impossible um yeah i've been harassing his ass with artwork the last few days anyway so it doesn't matter
3: very nice i might i might have to bite on the fans hobby uh title wave just because i love title wave um mm. but, like i don't really care about the rest of armada um just someone for the love of god make a a uh, red alert because that's all i need to complete that like trio from the the armada um playstation 2 game and that's all i care about <laughs> like that's all i want is those three well-
1: What'd you think a hotshot from the legacy line?
3: He's fine. He's not the greatest thing in the world that I've ever seen, but like, he's totally fine. So I he's think
1: a... he's definitely a step up from his generation. Yes.
3: I was going to say he's better than the generations one for the sake of like the ease of simplicity of transforming him and stuff. Like he's more fun than that toy. That toy is so finicky, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. um, yeah, I got the Breakdown to go with the Menasaur, and I've, mm-hmm. as of this point, have not combined Menasaur. He's still downstairs in the box, so it was a good purchase.
1: Was that, uh, was that all you were missing? Was was Breakdown, really? Yeah,
3: just Breakdown, just break yeah. I had everything mm-hmm. else. Um, let's see. For unofficial stuff, um, I caught up and picked up the Fans Toys um, Parkour, who... Looks beautiful on the shelf next to that, that uh, Masterpiece 2.0 Bumblebee. Um, and I got the Fans Toys Blaster, whatever, recorder. I'm happy with them. I like them. Um, if you don't like them, that's okay. I, I like them. Um, I also got Star Toys Blitzwing because in the Fans Toys um, vein, I just don't know if that Blitzwing's ever coming, and I had enough uh points on show z to make him like 70 bucks so i was like sure Sure. why not and um i'm impressed like he's really good for a company i've never heard of and like i'm like is is this fan's toys like (laughs) just kind of a little bit like you know like it's actually
1: conspiracy
3: it's like legitimately a good (laughs) blitzwing and he looks great i haven't transformed him to uh tank mode yet i've done the jet mode and i've obviously seen bot mode and i'm like he is pretty well done for a relatively inexpensive um, toy and uh, my only gripe is that like you could have given me paper instructions instead of linking me to a YouTube video that starts the (laughs) fucker in tank mode and then you're like and this is how he goes to airplane I'm like great I have to go like I can't reverse this video to go from robot mode to airplane to tank mode like I have to yeah so like you have to find other reviewers who have reviewed it in different directions I think Bobby went from from a uh, robot to airplane and then to tank and you know I'll, I'll do tank eventually i just didn't feel like watching a youtube video the rest of the way um but like that's fucking stupid like put in some goddamn instructions like that's the dumbest thing you can do with your product so so i got him and then uh the last two things i got is the um new age um the power glide and then like the um R- cobra Rattler version of him nice um, yeah, and they're awesome, and I love the Cobra Rattler one. Like he just, I think, so good. I think
1: to be honest, like during Combiner Wars, that was probably their best Legends class figure. Was their Power Glide?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I could both versions, the Cobra Rattler and the regular Power Glide. And then the G two Superior set came with a Power Glide. I was like, Ew, "What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably their best Legends figure. Yeah. That entire line. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. So that's what I got. Okay, that's that's quite a bit. All right, uh, Mister Preorder, what'd you get?
2: Uh, not a lot, really, actually. Oh. Um, so, Show Z Store got the Bad Cube, Red Alert, and Sideswipe back in stock.
1: Oh, no way.
2: Yeah, and they're like 55 bucks. They're good oh. toys.
1: God damn it.
2: And I never did pick one up back in the day. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab these. So, <laughs> yeah. Red Alert arrived. Sideswipe hasn't
1: yet. Hmm. Man, uh, I've gone through came. like three steamrollers. I really yeah, have. I got him when he first came out. And then I picked him up at a convention. That was a TFCon in Toronto. I I picked him when he first came out. I sold him, picked him up at a convention at TFCon Toronto, sold him, then I picked him up again, and he didn't survive the move. So I have red alert still. So that was like, shit, should I bother going? Like, uh, 50 bucks ain't bad, so they're probably sold out by now. No, they should have them. Can you spot me, Justin?
3: 55, they're
1: both here. Uh, We can talk about it, sure. <laughs> it, I'm holding your jazz hostage because I I finally got a weekend off and I forgot to mail your fucking jazz. Yeah, it's fine. I'm in rush. Are you kidding me, dude? Like, I sit there and I came back Saturday afternoon. I did all my errands, mowed the lawn, cleaned the house. It's like 2 p.m. I sit down, like, ugh. I'm in the office and I'm starting to draw. I look over to my right. There's that box
0: with <laughs> Justin's <laughs>
1: address. And I'm just like, fuck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need a nap. And then I woke up at like 8 p.m. Saturday. I was like, oh, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I dropped the ball hard. It's been a crazy few weeks at the day job. But it's stupid good money. And looking at clearing up some debt by the end of the year. So it's going to be like, pfft, okay.
3: That's the most important part.
1: Yeah, you can't make an omelet,
2: right? So, uh-huh. et
1: cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Now, what else did you get, Rich?
2: Um, I got... The Magic Square Brawl, uh, Brawl, I started to say Brawn and Brawl at the same time. Brawl and Swindle. Nice. The cartoon versions. Nice. They're pretty fantastic.
1: Yes, they are. They are. Not bad. Fun fact, listeners, I was calling Brawl Tank Dude while Rich and I were PMing back and forth because Magic Square doesn't let you know when they ship their item. (laughs) <laughs> you literally have to check the website To find out where it says in transit And then when it lands in Jamaica New York And it gets handed off the USPS Do you get a tracking number to actually track it So yeah, yeah I was calling him tank dude And then I was like bro his name's bro I'm a fucking stupid fan <laughs> But yeah I gotta get him in foot mode So that's the plan Yeah,
2: yeah. I haven't done that yet either
1: I, yeah, I thought fantastic. I almost broke all the other day too I got scared Um <laughs> Yeah, you need little you need little fingers, or a spooge kit. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, is that it? That's all you got?
2: That's all I got. Okay. But but side note, funny story. Uh, from the intro, you called it out. I actually legit dressed up as Ricky from Trailer Park Boys one year. <sighs> I even had the hound's tooth shirt made from nice. the early seasons. But anyway, what did you get this week,
1: Oscar? I got a bit in the last month since we did an episode. Um, so off the top of my head, I did get my my Magic Square Swindle and I went in on their Jetfire who is basically Voyager scale. He is taller actually than my, uh, uh one of my Optimus, than my um, uh, Earthrise Optimus Prime uh, figure, which is like, okay, that's, that's fucking good. Like he scales with Chug, you know? Um, not really, no, because that's not he's He's like a giant compared to the other guys. Um, so I picked him up. I got Swindle. I love Swindle. I kept posing him around the office, like he's just laying there waiting to make money. Um, so it's like, okay, you know, it's fucking cool. This guy's got to be great, you know. So I, I and of course. Uh, while talking with Rich, I had a—I was telling Rich I had a panic attack because I thought I got the G1 toy, the G1 version where it's like his, his feet are are like gray for Brawl, but no, I got the I got the cartoon version where it's green, so it matches Brawl. So I got the right. I gotta keep on that path to make it all cohesive and be fucking awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I got them. I also picked up um, the other day the Studio series. Battle Trap, which this figure has no fucking right being this fun at all. I love the transfer, I love the engineering, I love the posability of this guy. I love how he doesn't have awkward amounts of fucking crap hanging off of him, except for like the tow truck parts, but that's whatever. Um, I think it's legit great. I love that the tow truck has Bernie's name on it. I don't know if it's an homage to Bernie Mac from the first movie. Uh, Rest in peace to one of the greatest comedians ever. Um, So, yeah, so I picked him up. I also picked up Studio Series Cheetor just for the hell of it to give it a shot. And it is probably the stupidest fucking Studio Series figure I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Wow. I have not seen the movie, but if that's his robot mode, like, there was, I swear, there was more effort put in Battle Trap, And, like, they let a new hire design Cheetor. Hmm. He, well, does n- he does not clip in well in his animal mode. Um, the fact that his head's only hidden by spinning it around, it made me long for the old Beast War toy. So I think the three-pack that Chudor comes in is better engineered than this fucking monstrosity I have. And I understand some people like it. Cool. That's your bag. It ain't mine, and I think it's a waste of fucking money. Well, I think you're wasting money out here. Your face yeah. is a waste of money, you <laughs> sexy piece of shit. Um... <laughs> It is. It's probably the most disappointing thing I bought all year in the last six months.
2: Well, if you don't you know? like his robot mode.
1: What don't just, I like about it? I don't I like s- the way the, the claws, like, you, you, the claws for his animal mode either go over his fist, so it's like, they're, I, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck they were going for. Like, if you try to fold them up, they look like the Iron Man hand, you know, when he's, like, hovering, he puts his hands out. Yeah, you know, so I'm like expecting there to be peg holes for thrusters. So you they like, Optimus Primal! hey, the fucking Teracons are coming! Fuck, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> you know, it's just, it looks awkward. Like the the whole like the back feet just flip up. It's like there more thought could have been put into this. Really, like seriously, like. Like the shins fold out of place, and where do they go in beast mode? If you leave them in beast mode, they're fine. If you jack them, if you try to rest them on the thighs, you can't raise the lower the back so it clips in. It's, I don't know what I'm missing, man. It's, it's fucking like it should come naturally because it's old school Beast Wars. Oh, it's a animal with four legs. Stand it up. It's robot mode, right? But it's like, I think they, I don't know, man. I felt like they tried hard or they just didn't try hard enough. Um, to try to make this uh, out there. So it, it was absolute shit. Uh, the other thing I picked up was the mainline uh, Rise of the Beasts. Right? That's what the movie's called. Rotub. That's what I'm going to call it, Rotub from now on. Um, Rotub. T- Rotub. Um, uh, I bought the Optimus Prime Voyager figure. That was fun. Um. It feels really diminutive. Like, if I feel like they really shrunk him down. He doesn't. Like, the Bumblebee movie Optimus Prime was really imposing, like, a fairly really solid figure. This is, you know, like, a lot of, like, he needed more paint. Um, it's not awful, but it's not exactly the best Optimus Prime that has was made that I purchased. So, it's not regrettable. I don't look at it and go, oh, I wasted money. I look at it and I go, well, it's all right, you know? Um, yeah. My buddy Ryan picked up Rhinox for me while he was out there and about because that's the only place they had him. Uh, let's see, what else did I get that was Transformers related? Um, I got. I know I got something else here. You know what? Fuck it. I got nothing else. Uh, nothing else comes to mind. Um, <laughs> I did it's get so some non TF stuff, like I got my uh, SH Figure Arts, uh Super Saiyan Blood of the Saiyan Vegeta. You know, which is just, you know, better paint apps on him as Super Saiyan form. Um, I love that. That That's fucking dope as shit. I also picked up... Uh, I still haven't put together my Manasori add-on kit. I did, however, pre-order um, the Samurai Prowl sidecar add-on from DNA to make my animated Prowl be legit animated, you know, influenced. I don't know how Um, I
3: feel about that that particular uh, one. I'm not
1: sure. I think it looks all right. Um, Trying to see where else. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, I got a R.E.D. Optimus Primal. Um, I mean, I kind of want them for robot mode, I don't need them for gorilla mode. And I'm, I'm waiting to see if I could come across a Studio Series Optimus Primal out there in the wild. Um I'm not paying 70 bucks through a scalper. For that I might as well hold out for that Takara release that's coming out.
2: You're hey, um, really scalping him for that much already?
1: Yeah, man, it's fucking sad. Um I'll
2: keep an eye out. See what
1: else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? No, that's yeah, that's basically about it. Um Yeah. That's about all she wrote. I mean I know I talked about Skyquake last time and all that stuff, but yeah, that's it.
3: That's still good all. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a good little haul. You know? Very good haul. Um I got Brawl a while ago too, so I guess I can mention him and Brawl is pretty badass. I like the way he's um like I said, I had a few moments where I was trying to transform him into tank mode to put him make him his leg mode, but it's very it's very tight in some places. And you like really have to watch that you you really have to flip a flip something over in order to make it bend and move out the way you want to and not pull too hard and you know but um other than that looking forward to completing my bruticus you know um yeah so that's all I got.
2: Yeah it's gonna be a nice set. Very nice. Yep.
1: So let's go on with movie news. So as we know this is our month. We are the podcast known as All Hail Unicron I think it's safe to see it. it'll be a year old soon enough. And this was our month because Rise of the Beast hit theaters. Just to give you guys a how popular, how much this movie hit over the weekend. Bumblebee's opening weekend, the Bumblebee movie, was fifty-two point one million dollars worldwide. Now that movie was applauded by Transformer fans everywhere for its story. They thought the film was just good. You know, even John Cena was great in it as playing the the head guy of Sector Seven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Rise of the Beast opening weekend. No, that was opening weekend worldwide for Bumblebee movie was $52.1 million. Rise of the Beast worldwide opening weekend was at $170 million.
3: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. That's an impressive number.
1: It is. And pe- people are praising it. And it's weird because I haven't seen it yet. I'm the guy. I've been trying to hit up my friends on Facebook that have seen it to try to give me spoilers about it.
3: Now, now let me ask you this, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> On the east coast here, we have been suffering uh, the end of last week, right when Rise of Beasts opened, we were uh suffering from the uh Canadian wildfires that were making it extremely unhealthy to be outside our homes. <laughs> My question is, did this have an effect? <laughs> when all of New York was wow. basically a uh a uh it looked like a, a uh, apocalyptic waste of orange. <laughs> Do you think more people went to theaters? Did it work out in Transformers: favor?
1: I, I, all I know is that this photo was taken in New York the other day during the fires. Uh, it's in a private chat. You guys can go see it. I'm thinking it's legit. I don't think it's fake. Um, I think it may, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. You know, maybe the AC filters were working overtime. Um. You know, was,
2: uh, was Roseanne doing a live show there, or
1: <laughs> Roseanne? She's alive. <laughs> yes, that that
3: is that. Be, besides besides the uh, Godzilla, that's um, legit, yeah. Oh,
2: so. that's Godzilla. That's
1: Godzilla. Gotcha. Oh my God, are you fucking shitting me? Pre order.
3: <laughs> You're and fired. Guess who's been voted off the show? You are
1: fired. That's like Grimlock's a knockoff of him. I mean, they made remember they made figures of him, right? Remember that shit, fucking Justin? Mhm. Oh my god, how do you not do? <laughs> He's no, like, "I'm, That's, I'm kidding." <laughs> That's a Godzilla, man. That shit is fucking dumb. I'm gonna kick its ass and take its money. Mhm. The giant lizard. I don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, so like the thing is like general consensus is the story's really good. General consensus is some people are saying their friends them and themselves cry during certain parts of the movie. What's interesting? And general consensus is people are saying Ron Perlman, to them from now on, is going to outdo Gary Chalk as Optimus Primal. Hmm. Um, hmm. Have you? You've seen it, Rich? Right? I've seen it. Did you like it?
3: Did you cry? I liked it. Did you cry? Didn't cry. I didn't cry. I, okay. didn't cry. I did. Are you like sure? It. Are you just trying to look cool on our podcast?
1: It was a little dry in there. Okay. So, my my question is right. So, a little dry. That's what she said. Um, my question here is, so I see I saw the trailers and I kind of would get excited, but then I get kind of dismayed a bit the moment I saw designs like Wheeljack. Um. I thought they were going to slowly morph back to the god-awful Michael Bay movie designs of, you know, a stick figure dipped in glue and a bunch of metal shavings attached to it, and that's fucking Starscream. Is this something I need to worry about?
2: No. I would say the designs are very Bumblebee movie and more G1, kind of like this is what it should have looked like from the beginning. You know how Bumblebee and Bumblebee, the Volkswagen Bumblebee, looks like? A robot he doesn't look Mm -hmm. like a bunch of shards um except for the scorpinox and the uh what are they calling him freezer or something he's like the little frenzy bot from the first movie yeah but they clearly reused or it looks like they reused the the models for those two
1: that's what everyone else was saying that's that i've seen talk about the film yeah is that it's there, that's the only thing they looks like they may have reused those assets from, um, the Bay movies. Yeah. To kind of tie it in, but you have a quote here. Um, from, I'll, from, uh, an interview conducted in Alfonso Nation YouTube channel, Stephen Capel Jr., that's the director of the film talks about several topics of the upcoming movie, and he answers the Bayverse versus reboot issue and states that Transformers Rise of the Beast is a reboot. So I'm relieved because, oh. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be real here. I can watch those Bayverse Transformer movies, pop throw some popcorn out, put some popcorn away, you know what I mean, huh. and enjoy it. But I won't sit there and say, oh, that is Transformers. Like, I said that when I saw the first 10 minutes of the Bumblebee movie. That transformers to me
2: right
1: you know um but then again the the thing is it's the g1 isn't everyone's childhood anymore and that's the thing i have to accept is the fact that the average person going to watch this their g1 is going to be beast wars you know what i mean just like someone else's g1 is armada or energon or cybertron or even animated you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. right and now the generation, like my nephew, Sebastian, who grew up with who grew up with me as we watched Prime together, that's going to be his G one.
3: Mm-hmm. It's true.
1: You know, it's going to be a cast of fucking five Autobots compared to like the thirty in the cartoon. So like, and I, I kind of like, I kind of I kind of like alleviated myself of those concerns of is it going to go back to the Michael Bay way of like, more explosions means more money, and you know, and the one thing I don't want to happen in this film is in the one thing that really used to irk me still irks me when I watch a a Bay film is when the robots are fighting. All I see is just a clunk of gray going across my screen and some dirt kick up and maybe, maybe understand about 20% of the dialogue in that scene.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Is the dialogue easier to understand? Um,
2: Well, (laughs) yes and no. I mean, so and do where to start here. Um, uh, let, let's go back to your Wheeljack comment and the design of Wheeljack and some of the other designs. I'll say this. A lot known of the as, characters. Also
1: known as Domertron.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, th- he, he's a throwaway character. He's a completely throwaway character. There's nothing about him that's Wheeljack. Like, something happens where somebody gets hurt bad, and you're like, oh, they haven't met Wheeljack yet. They're going to fly to Peru. Wheeljack's there. Maybe he'll fix them up, right? Because yeah. Wheeljack. No. He just shows up, and he says a few lines like, hey, let's go over here, and welcome to Peru or whatever. And awesome. And he has hardly any lines.
1: Hey, let's go over here. Let me take some photos of you. No, you can't yeah. leave yet. <laughs> What are you doing with that drill, Willjack? I just want you to stay forever, Optimus. <laughs> I love you. I'm going fa- to have sex with your zombified <laughs> Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, in the Maximals, Airazor has a big part. Primal has a big part. Cheetor and Rhinox are background throwaway characters. Cheetor says one, maybe two lines, mm-hmm. I think. And Rhinox says two, maybe three. And you see him in robot mode for a blink and miss it, couple of scenes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's that's the 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 end game of having too much of a big cast.
0: Mm.
1: Um, they've, they've done yeah. that, <clears throat> you know. They they've fuck. I mean, co- considering what Marvel did with Infinity War, having that scene of the Hulk running towards the big battle towards Thanos' forces, and he's not even there. He's in a fucking you know oh, yeah, the Hulk Hulkbuster Buster suit. suit you know um i don't know i'm i'm my wife and I are probably going to see that on the 22nd that's our 9 year anniversary um there i'm knows. not in a hurry to see it i'm not dying to see it i don't think it's going to complete me if i see it or not um Oscar. i got a cup yeah. Oscar. when i went to go see Spider-Verse Oscar, what you what? complete me i know you complete me too my little <laughs> power bottom my power bottom with an engineering degree um like, I saw Spider-Verse this weekend with my sister and her boys. Um, I liked that movie. You know, I had a lot of fun watching that movie. But, you know, just like all the Spider-Man fans are too busy hyping up Adam Sandberg playing a Scarlet Spider. He had maybe eight lines in that fucking film. And you can't even tell it's his voice because he's too busy talking like this because he's from the 90s and he's tough. You know, but it's like, like oh, my God, it's going to be so dope. Adam Sandberg's voice in Scarlet Spider. I'm like, bro, it's not even like three minutes screen time. You know, like, yeah. I, you know, you, I, I ended up giving a shit more about Spider-Man 2099 and Miles Morales' story, and it's a good fucking story. You know, Gwen's story is good, too, and then, you know, if you really want to rile up a transphobic Transformer fan, tell them it's an allegory for Gwen Stacy being trans, and they'll lose their fucking shit in a heartbeat. <sighs> and not that that's the problem. I don't give a shit about that. Just tell me a good fucking story. You know, I don't give two shits what the gender of the person is involved in it. Just tell me a good story. And they accomplished that with this film. And there's another one coming out, and that's going to be fucking dope as shit. You know? Um, lot. And the problem, I think the only problem I have with Across the Spider-Verse was a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. And I, I know about the, the post credit scene, which, fucking spoilers for Rise of the Beasts, I know that G.I. Joe's involved in it. They're going to make the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. <laughs> HCU. That sounds like our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I, I think cannot it's cool. wait for
3: people to mess up spelling it and then they end up finding us.
1: <laughs> there is there is a YouTube channel that I was watching them review, uh, Rise of the Beast, and they like they grab straws when it comes to Easter eggs. Like, oh, I've seen that Optimus Primal uh, grabs something and throws it like he did in that episode when he was trying to save Dinobot from being fucking killed and shit. You know, like, oh, there, there's a uh, Scourge looks a lot like Galvatron if you look at his head from the old G1 It's like they're a fucking... They're, they just got to get padding out there to make that at least a 10-minute-long video so they can make fucking ad monetization on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's the problem, is that a lot of these guys have day jobs, thankfully, but they also... Their side hustle is being these YouTube content creators that fucking are trying their best to stand out from... And that's the problem, too. Like, Rise of the Beast comes out, unless you got that fucking you know, pre-screening pass, and even then you can't talk about that shit till the embargo's lifted. The same day you upload your review for Rise of the Beast, you can have the best fucking production behind it. It won't mean dick unless you fucking know how to molest that algorithm on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And and it sucks, but I found this guy shit, and he was just pulling hairs and straws to try to, like, oh, this year off Miss Prime whips out this giant cannon. It's just like that in the War for Cybertron video. You no, know, it's not. <laughs> he never he never met the eight version of himself. You can't fucking compare a pose and say like that's pulled from this No, it's not, you fucking idiot. But nevertheless.
2: Yeah. I watched a where the whole time they kept saying, Yeah, and this is the big movie where we get to see Omicron. Mm. Omicron shows up. I was like,
1: What? Omicron.
2: Yeah, Omicron.
3: Yeah, he the variant. Oh God, people. Come on.
2: Yeah, and I'll also say about the characters, I, I think they did a pretty good job with the characters. Um, they gave a lot of character to Optimus Primal and Air Razor and Mirage and Scourge. Nightbird and, and Battletrap got a little bit. Um, they did this kind of weird thing to me where they, you know, you don't see Bumblebee right away, but you see Mirage. And Mirage can talk, unlike Bumblebee, obviously, so you get lots of character from Mirage. And then Bumblebee shows up, you know, because all the the Autobots are going to show up. There's Bumblebee, and they're kind of there for a little bit. And something happens, and Bumblebee's gone for a while. And then later on, something happens to Mirage. Guess who's back? Bumblebee. It's like, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird juggling act that they do there. You so, can't
3: have too many things on screen at one time.
1: I I, I kind of feel this movie being headlined by Optimus Prime and Mirage has fucking finally done the impossible and dethroned Bumblebee as the main kid-friendly character for children. I, I think their problem is they need to fucking wise up and let Bumblebee speak. I don't care if he's voiced by Dan Glavin. I think that's his name, the original voice actor from the G1. Or... Gilvazen. Huh? Yeah. Gil GilvaZen, yeah. Or have the guy who voiced him in Transformers Animated be the voice. I don't care. But yeah. you need to stop making him use fucking radio and sound I bites so like, like, as so, a so that's
3: fucking... the biggest thing that I have is when you say that this is separated from the two thousand six Bumblebee movie, like then lose that shit. You know, or, or, or whatever, you know. Yeah, you know from the I mean. Bayverse shit, yeah. Yeah, like lose that. Like that's a like, Bayverse it's... trope. Get rid of it. We don't so, need it here.
1: Apparently in a the movie they've been on Earth for years, right? Because yes. this takes place after Bomb, Bumble- so why the fuck hasn't he gotten that shit repaired yet?
2: Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I guess I guess you could argue this is his character now, because in this movie he does talk a lot with movie quotes, and it's the '90s, so there's a lot of '80s and early '90s movies that everybody knows and were big movies and popular, so you get a bunch of audience recognition, like, oh yeah, that line from that movie, you know?
1: Yeah, but it won't get. It'll get audience recognition from our generation, Generation X, right? But it won't get audience recognition from Generation Z, the Zoomers. You're not going to get some 20-year-olds in are going, oh, I remember that from that 1990s movie, unless they're a hardcore fucking film buff. So again, what better argument than to drop the fucking sound bites and let him finally fucking speak? Because he had a good voice in Bumblebee. It wasn't a shit voice actor either. It was a pretty good actor who was fucking doing the voice for Bumblebee, and it was fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just think they need to drop that fucking radio bit, and you know, it's it's almost as annoying as he was in Prime with the. I don't you know?
3: understand why they think Bumblebee needs to be that way, and like, how do they think that that makes a character relatable? Right? Like. Yeah. 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 I get it.
2: And it's funny too because they, you know, they act like. I know in the Bayverse movies that Ratchet says something like he's never been able to repair it or whatever. Yet in this movie, you've got Mirage, who's like, hey, you want me to be this car or this car or Formula One car? And at one point, he's he's an actual garbage truck. (laughs) And it's like, it doesn't look like a Mirage because he, you know, somebody's inside and he gets out and it's like, I don't know it's like you can't really really with all that technology and everything you can't fix it you can't something anyway
1: and and a, and a big shout out to the fanboys out there that thought they knew their shit saying mirage is stealing hound's trick of the illusion when originally in a g1 cartoon that was his trick, mm-hmm. and they dropped it so they could focus that more on hound instead of mirage and you know and then just to mention you mentioned the garbage truck that youtube channel probably would have been like hey he selects the garbage truck just like in dark of the moon when they were assaulting washington dc and that what, decepticon scan the waste management truck a mm-hmm. bird you know, it's up there with a the bleeding cool, like ten facts you do know about Transformers. Number one, they're giant sentient robots from another planet that can change but. their shape. <laughs> what? That's crazy! Oh my god, that's fucking insane, bro. So yeah, it, it. And like some people were questioning, like, how can he just scale? Well, maybe he scanned them and he kept them in his fucking memory banks, dude. Like you have, you know, shut up. Like shut the fuck yeah. up. Let, that, well, let even, that roll out.
2: Even Bumblebee does it, right? When he trans, when he changes from the the old Camaro to the new Camaro. And then in the old movie, he just instantly scans and picks the new Camaro. Yeah. In the Bumblebee movie. Mm-hmm. So,
1: well that was the gimmick, but here it's like, you know, the easiest way to explain that to shut up some crybaby who wants quote unquote consistency in the stuff I'm fanatical over. It's like, maybe he fucking drove around earth for a little bit and fucking just picked up some random shit to turn into man. Like chill the fuck out. I mean, either way, I don't think that's Mirage. I think that's Jazz. The only thing that makes a Mirage is that illusion trick he does. At the end of it all, it's fucking Jazz because it's voiced by Pete Davidson. You know? um, it.
2: it <laughs> yeah, he and- doesn't really act like Jazz either, in my opinion. So he's kind of just Mirage because Mirage. Mm-hmm.
1: like,
2: Just because we're going to use a name and... He's a Porsche, so maybe if they hadn't already used Jazz, use
3: honestly, jazz, they're like, "Which but... one can we get the trademark to?"
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: they're this like, "We true. can't, we can't, we can't get Jazz anymore. We don't want to call him just Autobot Jazz. What can we get?" So, yeah.
1: how was how was the voice of Unicron, Richard?
2: Unicron wasn't bad. I I was. Uh, he, he wasn't bad at all.
1: He wasn't trying to homage Orson Welles, was he?
2: Mm, not really. No. Good. Um. Yeah, I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, I thought Peter Dinklage did a good job as uh, Scourge.
1: Oh my God. Can I fucking talk about that? So I didn't bother looking up the cast. I looked up the cast, and Peter Dinklage is voicing Scourge. I was like, what? (laughs) And I watched clips where Scourge talked. No. I played it again. I played this clip like 20 times over, and I was like, It's fucking Tyrion Lannister. Yep. That is is so dope.
2: Here's my thing about voice acting, voice actors and voice acting. What I can't stand is when they just grab a celebrity to get like a a, a movie poster name name drop, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's Tim Allen in Toy Story. And it's like, yeah, it's Tim Allen. Like you hear it and you go, that's Tim Allen. Sure is. you know and i'm not bashing on toy story i like toy story but when you see it it's like you know you don't tim allen's not a frank welker doing voices where you go he did that voice
1: what yeah well here your counter let me give you a counterpoint so we have frank welker who has an amazing range right when it comes to being a voice actor then you have guys like steve bloom um guys that 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 loves Steve Bloom so much that when they know he's voice acting fucking Starscream, like, how'd you expect he was going to sound? Meanwhile, people were like, oh, I creamed in my pants. Steve Bloom's playing Starscream. You can tell who Steve Bloom is voicing. Yes. Every fucking thing he does. You can tell it's Steve Bloom. Do not feed me the shit about he's got good. No, he doesn't. He has limited range. The only thing is that he was doing anime before anime was cool, when it was still being called Japanimation, which, according to the Zoomers, is now a slur. So apologies for saying that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So is it? it apparently it is, yeah. Oh, okay. Even though there were signs that said Japanimation back in video stores would sell them. And, like, these kids don't know. They pay 30 bucks for a DVD set. They're getting, like, fucking 20 episodes. I used to pay fucking 25 30 bucks and I got like a fucking 3 episode VHS of Ramna Half or Trigun or Dragon Ball Z
3: mm-hmm.
1: back when Funimation just bought the rights to it and they were doing like shit voiceover work on it. Oh yeah. So
3: the dark days.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, the dark days of of Japanese animation and it wasn't as popular as it was now. So big shout outs for Toonami for doing that. Um but yeah, when you put you can't like have to compare Frank Welker to someone like Steve Bloom is apples and oranges. You compare Frank Welker to Jim Cummings who he's is an ass. Huh?
2: He's an ass, by the way. I he's met an, him.
1: He's, he's a an total ass?
2: ass. Oh yeah. You would not expect it. Winnie the Pooh to be an ass. He's an ass.
1: No, oh, I'm I'm sure of it. Oh, what do you expect, Mr. Pre order? Uh, got who's... to think. Think, think, and let me rub your wife's titties. What was that? <laughs> no, I'd say it's me, Winnie the Pooh, right, Piglet? Beep, 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 beep. No, but I mean, <laughs> you know. It, it, but then again, Steve Cummins, regardless if he's a douche or not, right? Like that was your experience. I'm sorry you had a bad experience. I'm not. I'm not Jim Cummins' fucking agent. I could give two shits how he acts. You know, he's gonna make. <laughs> if he's a real asshole, the internet'll let everyone know. But they have phenomenal range. You know, like you, Indeed. a lot of people don't notice. If you watch The Lion King, and there's a scene where Jeremy Irons is singing a song "Be Prepared," right, a Scar? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons caught like a nasty case of the flu. Jim Cummins had to come in and sing the entire song, matching the notes that Jim, Jeremy Irons hit. So, yeah, "Be Prepared" is voiced is half of it is sung by Jim Cummins, doing his impression of Jeremy Irons, being an evil lion. I did not know that. That's I didn't know, know that so, either. Yeah, so. And it's the same thing like Mark Hamill, most prolific voice actor ever because of his work as the Joker. But you can tell it's Mark Hamill Mm -hmm. 90% of the fucking time. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, the man who will forever be the voice of Batman for Mm -hmm. generations to come. Unless Jeremy Plecky fucking comes out and fucking knocks him out of the box, which as talented as he is, I don't see that happening because Kevin Conroy became a voice actor, not an actor that's getting a voice acting job. Yeah. Um, but Kevin Conroy, again, in my opinion, has limited range. You can tell when it's Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. you know, mostly because a good chunk of his work, about 98% of his work is Batman related. So he's either voiced Bruce Wayne or he's voiced another version of Batman, like Batman of Zurin R, whatever, of Arkham. Um, it, it's You can tell it's Kevin Conroy, you know whereas I think the only time I could give Steve Bl- someone like Steve Bloom credit, a guy with really limited range, like Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, better range than, than Steve Bloom. Uh-huh. The only time I could give him credit as having really good range as a voice actor was in Spectacular Spider-Man when he played the Green Goblin. That was it. So, I will
2: say, I think that, that like a Steve Bloom, I think he's a good voice actor, but yeah, I agree that he doesn't have the range that you know Welker does, or like Scott McNeil, who did Dinobot Rat Trap Silverbolt
1: There's another That's one. A great voice actor, but you can tell it's Scott McNeil. McNeil. You
2: think? I, think
1: I yes, I know. He I have seen a lot you, You're talking to a guy who was aspiring to become a voice actor at one point in his life and fucking started studying other people. You know, trying to do impressions. You could tell he voiced Rat Trap and he voiced fucking Dinobot. You know, once you watch these episodes enough, you'll pick up on that. And 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 again, He's he is supposedly a down to earth dude in conventions. Sure, he fucking is. But you can tell it's Scott McNeil. But the thing is, what he provides compared to a lot of other voice actors is probably dependability, availability. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not bashing Scott McNeil. I'm just saying, like I can tell, yeah, that's Scott McNeil. So like that's just my thought on that, and. I really hope they, because was there ever a mention of Megatron in this fucking film at all? No. Again, that's the second film where Megatron's not even mentioned. Even though for some reason he's gotten toys done already. Like he has a Titan Master toy. You know, those ones that don't transform and have like four points of articulation. Five if you count the head if it turns. Like I'm wondering if they're going to do some big, big thing with Megatron. I really hope so, because that's like the be-all, end-all villain. And I hope it's I hope it's Frank Walker that gets to voice him.
2: I hope so. I mean, they pulled him in at the end of the, the Bay film, so hopefully they'll get him back. Yeah. There's no mention of the Predacons either in the film.
1: But there are mentions of the logo on, on Scourge's fucking body.
2: Yeah, there's all kinds of...
1: of Easter logos. eggs. Yeah, yeah, and, I think and there's even
2: a records logo on there. Is there really? I think so.
1: Nice. I hope there is. I'll, like I said, we'll we'll probably see it at some point, but not any time soon. Um. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm really glad the film's doing. Really well. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'll say of the of the whole run of movies, the 2007 is still my number one um i feel like they did a a bunch of good things or a bunch of things right in general about the transformers as Mm -hmm. a franchise as a you know as a thing a universe um and then i liked dark of the moon only because it felt a lot like megatron's master plan and city of steel those two episodes it felt a lot like they kind of merged those storylines and okay cool So I kind of like those two, and the other ones: Revenge of the Fallen, Age of Extinction. Last night, meh, kind of trash. I didn't think Bumblebee was that great either. The the Cybertron stuff was fantastic, but you know, Bumblebee acting like a puppy for the whole (laughs) movie—stupid. He's a puppy until he has to fight, and then he's like, you you know, you're right,
1: you're right. It's it's more like, how can we make this thing fucking adorable? But. I think what I liked the most about Bumblebee was the main character was female and it wasn't thrown in my fucking face all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Um, She matured naturally throughout the film. And more importantly, it wasn't like, I work at this hot dog stand. I got to go to my second job as a stripper because I miss (laughs) my dad. (laughs) You know, that would be Michael Bay's direction. Like, okay, like she works at a hot dog stand. Let's make sure we show her eating one, guys, even though she's supposedly like, you know, 17. But that's okay. We'll get Megan Fox's like fourteen-year-old cousin in a two-piece over here, uh, jumping off the cliff, and we'll film it real slow. And we'll focus on her and zoom in on her completely as she jumps into the water, and then she as she comes out. We're looking at at least ten, fifteen-minute runtime on this scene little guys. Hey, Mike, that's kind of fucked up. No, it's not, Gimpy. You're fired. Mm-hmm. Okay, totally. I got six-pack abs. All right, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I let Steven Spielberg let me suck his dick. That's what I did. Right, what'd you do? Yeah, you sat there and you had brown skin. I hate you. <laughs> no, but it, in all seriousness, I liked it because it was down to earth, human. And you're right. Bumblebee was like a fucking puppy, a good fucking 80% of that film after he fucking lost his memory. Yeah. You know, like there, there's a lot of times when you make my wife say, "aw" to a giant robot, you know? Like, I, I think he kind of failed at selling me as that character being a soldier, a very capable soldier, according to the beginning of the movie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and then suddenly what he remembers all his training, all his combat training after what a few fucking shots. Like, uh, I don't know. That was that was my beef with the Bumblebee movie. Yeah.
2: I you know, mean, I didn't hate it. It wasn't. I, I didn't stuff, either. It's like, worst,
1: but. It's know. a good story. And yeah, it's all right. The thing is, those two Decepticons in that fucking movie, two parts win me over. The just the two Decept, number one, the two Decepticons had more character in that film than all the other Decepticons in all the other fucking films. True. Sure. You know? They strip to the, from the scenes of like, where she kneels down, we are from blah, 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 and Dropkick is like, well, like, for real, we're doing this? Oh, okay. You know? To, and the second part being the main thing of John Cena questioning the senator, like, these guys literally call themselves Decepticons. Are we not seeing red flags with this?
0: <laughs> right.
1: You know, like when, in the theater, they laughed their ass off at it. Because it made sense. Like, no one fucking says that. How are we? Why are we cooperating with them? They liter- Their name literally has the word deception in it. You know? They're like, oh, no. Yeah, it, was, it was the aliens. he's just like, fucking stupid. Yeah. But I just, my concern was when I saw some of the designs, it hit me as very Bay bayverse Bayversey. I didn't care for it, but from what you yeah. told me, from what I'm hearing on these reviews, it's actually really good. I, for one, I don't give two shits about Pete Davidson. I don't live to hate that guy. but My life isn't connected to social media. Like, whatever happens on social media doesn't affect my mood for the day. You know, like, I don't give a shit about celebrity news. You know what I mean? From what I gathered, all the news stories that have come up in my feed about Kanye West and Pete Davidson is, you know... Kanye's coming across like kind of a cock, and meanwhile, Pete Davidson's like, dude, like your girl's like a really good mom to your kid. You know, like instead of like, oh, I just fucked your girl. No, i more like, oh, your mom, your girl, you know, your baby mama's really good to her kid, man. Like, you guys are gonna have one heck of a kid when it grows up. And you know, but I don't care. It doesn't fucking bother me. Like, oh, it's Pete Davidson. Who gives a shit? Give him a fucking shot. It's so the same thing with Ben with uh Robert Patterson when he was cast as Batman. And Man. now everyone's like, oh, I can't wait for the sequel. It was so good. No, dude, you sat there and literally said that he was going to be shit because he was a vampire. So, you know, this goes to show what some of the fans here know about that. Um. So, we mentioned this. We'll talk about this. Finally, the Transformers live-action crossover that makes sense coming. Transformers and G.I. Joe.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you I was actually surprised
3: this has not happened before, even if it was just like a wink-wink, nudge-nudge type
1: thing. You know, like... yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so they teased it and they confirmed it in the movie, of course.
1: Yeah. So the Easter egg with there is the Agent Brooks was supposedly supposedly. Uh, this is from the channel that was Straws <laughs> I'm not a hardcore GI Joe fan. Maybe Justin, you are. Maybe you'll know what I mean. Uh, there's an episode called "The Spy Who Rooked Me," and there was an Agent Burke. I
3: don't know. I don't know.
1: In that episode, that's who this guy's supposed to be.
2: Yes, yeah, so when I looked it up, the only reference to an Agent Burke in G.I. Joe canon was in a comic, one issue of a comic. And I think that sounds like the right title of the comic. I'd have to look it up again.
1: Yeah, I thought it was an ep- animated episode, but that's what that YouTube channel says. I'm not a G.I. Oh, Joe fan, bro. Like, I just, I go I go by like, oh, that's a cool-looking classified figure. You know, that's all I get, I say when it comes to G.I. Joe's. You know? Oh, the Storm Shadow's coming out in two years? Oh, wait. You know, I'm not paying fucking 70 bucks for this fucking Amazon exclusive yeah. out of your mind. So, yeah, uh, G.I. Joe, Transformers crossover. The HCU is starting. Uh, seed has been planted. Um. Again, I watched the G.I. Joe movies. The first one was kind of like, huh. It didn't motivate me to want to, like, see the sequel. And the only reason why I saw the sequel was Bruce Willis was in it. And it's one of those, like, oh, shit, Bruce Willis is fighting is with fighting alongside G.I. Joe. Cobra is fucked, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw it. turns out he was Joe Colton, you know, the, like, I guess he's the first G.I. Me. Joe figure.
3: The G.I. Joe. The G. <laughs> G.I. Joe, is that
1: who he is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Joe Colton. Yeah.
1: So for me, that was like, okay, that's fucking cool. I thought the movie was all right. I hated that they killed Duke five minutes into the fucking film. Which was bullshit, but it was yeah. apparently all to appease the Rock's ego. You know? Is that what it was? I guess apparently there's a lot of words coming out because of the way he behaved after Black Adam fucking tanked like it did and didn't make as much money. And he was running his mouth saying the powerarchy and the DC <laughs> DC uh, cinematic universe is about to change because Black Adam's here, you know? And a film that took 17 years to make probably should have waited another fucking 17 years. Mm hmm. You know, one of the most repeated line in Black Adam I ever heard was, you can't stop me.
2: Oh, there's yeah. there's a line in Rise of the Beast that uh, gets repeated.
1: Oh, what's that over line? Over
2: and over. No matter the cost.
1: Oh, of course. No matter the cost.
3: It No matter the cost. What is it? I can't even remember. The, the
1: future. Past, repeat the past? in the past? Yeah. Say, say what? Say what? There's that line in Beast
2: Machines, the seeds of the future like buried in the past. Yeah, that's one think
3: you heard it over and over, like every single episode.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> no matter the cost. You'll hear no matter the cost. Over and over and over.
0: <laughs>
2: Prime says it. Primal says it. I think Ape Link says it. Air Razor says it.
1: Ape Link, what does he look like? Does he look like Primal?
2: He looks like Primal, a little bigger. Um, he looks a little more armor-plated.
1: Oh, that's dumb. I would have I would have figured he was like I don't know, like Sasquatch or some shit like that, you know, like the missing link. As a beast mode. But no, I guess Optimus Primal was really Optimus Minor. Or you Beast War (laughs) junkies out there. Yeah. He just grew up now. So Yeah, he's just not a chimpanzee anymore. That was a dope figure though, I'm not gonna lie. Even was his head in his ass?
2: Optimus Minor? Yeah, that uh, was a piece of shit figure. But yeah, oh. I think you're right.
1: It was like it was it was pretty posable for a fucking Kenner toy, man. A lot of the Beast War figures were. That's I give them credit because those were when Transformers really started bending their knees a lot. And I was like, hey, they could sit down, you know, compared to like, oh, let's pilot this ship, uh, fucking broadside. <laughs> you just lay that breakdown. <laughs> He's piloting, <laughs> you know, but, um. Yeah, so, okay, so Ape Link is just a bigger version of Optimus Primal. So, yeah. a little bit bigger. Expect that yeah. repaint. Unless you want to count the. So, funny story uh, my friend uh, Ryan, when he picked up the Rhinox for me, he's like, ooh, what the fuck is this shit? And he shows those gimmick figures of Optimus Primal and a wolf. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, there's a scene in the movie that they had to cut because Optimus Prime was fighting his wolf. He tears it in half, right? And he's like, yeah. And then he wears it into battle against Unicorn. He's like, are you fucking shitting me? I'm like, no, dude, they had to cut it. And like two hours later, he messages me back. you fucking liar. That's just a toy. That doesn't happen. I look like an idiot in his Facebook group. And then he shows me the group. I forgot what group he was in. He joined to fucking ask that question. And they're like, no, dude, what is wrong with you?
3: It's <laughs> amazing
1: Primal, And I'm sitting there picturing this 44 year old man Listening to it because it was an audio conversation And like Listening to this like audio file I sent them on messenger Going oh my god what a fucking monster You know and he's like that's fucked up dude Like wow I'm like I was just Middle of combat man got bloodthirsty you know Shit got real So yeah it's like Fucking bought it Jesus gotta help me Um but yeah, man, it was it. Was, fuck, I love fucking with newbies on this shit. Sometimes, man, like I probably shouldn't, but it's it's so much fun with, especially with him because he like he buys his hook line and sinker. Um, he hasn't seen it either, but he was just like, "What's up?" with They started showing me all these figures. Like, there's like five Optimus Primal figures. There's like three different types of figures. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, one's just for kids. One's like." gimmicky and one's like the mainline release and then one's going to be the studio series which is how they looked at the cameras like, oh okay all right which one am i looking for i'm like studio series bro like you know mainline's fun that's he picked up the rhinox for me but that's just to hold me over to the studio series appears in the wild um but yeah but yeah a crossover of gi joe and transformers looks to be interesting i think that'd be a good way to kind of introduce megatron and what I would like to see in that, though, is not have an origin story for Cobra Commander. Just give me the fucking guy in the hooded mask or the faceplate.
3: I don't need origin Thanks. stories at this point, you know, like, yeah. to make it happen.
1: It's It's been done to death, man. Like, it really has been done to death. Like, in the comics, he had a fucking kid at one point, dude. You know, then he died, and his kid took over. It was fucking weird. Like, IDW did not know what the fuck they were doing. Larry Hanma, the guy who had been writing it forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it was fucking insane. Um, yeah, so the second G.I. Joe movie was... Uh, See, I like know, that one the best. You do? Personally. Yeah, Retaliation. I
3: thought, yeah, Retaliation I, was, was better, in my
1: opinion.
2: It felt more like a G.I. Joe story than it did the yeah. other than the other one did, than the first you, one.
1: You know what I love the most about Retaliation was a lot of the radio talk shows. This is at the time when I was listening to a lot of radio talk shows. Would They would promote this, right? Because they, they have to you know, play their sponsors. Be sure to check out GI Joe colon retaliation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause it's GI Joe. They have to put a colon. Right. So like everyone's sitting there like, dude, why would they name a movie that? And then snake eyes came out and I don't know what happened there.
3: I have no idea how Terrible. you fuck up a character. So I, popular.
1: So a bad. Movie. That was so fucking bad. Mm hmm. I've never, I've never looked at a TV screen and just mumbled to myself, "Shut the fuck up, Snake Eyes." More times than I care to fucking admit. Uh
3: huh. And then like, like the way they did all the action for the movie too is like you couldn't even tell what the hell was happening ninety percent of the time. You're like, what, <laughs> what is happening? What, what is this movie?
1: To have them get away in a flat nosed red truck with a gray trailer, guys. Come on, <laughs> Easter egg it. Like it, they fucked up.
2: Bad. Uh-huh. Oh, and, and by the way, let's throw in a giant snake and some magic.
1: Yeah, that is fucking stupid. They went autistic on that, man. I mean, it made no fucking They're like, sense. how can we
3: not offend anyone? Like, what can, we, what can we put in that would not, like, we can't put in a terrorist group that we might, you know, might offend somebody somewhere, someplace.
1: I got an idea, boss. How about a giant snake that's, you know, it judges you and stuff, you know, like the <laughs> internet. It's a great idea. Bob, throw him out the window and make that happen. You got it, sir. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> my family, you oh! but it it's it, seriously, it goes into like he's trying to bust his crime outfit. And then one second and the next second is like, the snake will judge you. What happened? How did we get here? It's like, oh, this is our clan's ways. horse shit. You trying to tell me as desperate as people are for cloud of any kind at the point that this movie was made, no one from that clan would be like, oh, my God, I just, hey, guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. I just, here's a giant judgmental snake, and it just ate my friend Phil. (laughs) Um, Oh, my goodness. I feel the magic coming through me, y'all. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 put a comment below what I should do with this power. I don't know what kind of powers I'm going to get everybody. Then he just gets eaten in front of the camera. So, you know, it's, it, it sucks. I've never been so upset with – I've never been so let down by a film besides, like, the last two um, George Romero zombie films, dead films that he made. Diary of the Dead and – What the last one? What the fuck? City of the Dead? City, yeah. No, City and Diary of the Dead. There was a th- another one after Diary, though. Um, it featured the military guys from Diary of the Dead. Oh, after, I forget what it's called. I haven't seen that in forever. Like I'm looking at my DVDs, which no one has DVDs anymore. Holy shit! Pawn shops are loaded, fucking shelf to shelf with DVDs. Um, but yeah, it's it. Those were letdowns, man. Like they weren't. They just, they just didn't hit the fucking spot. Like I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's and so I'm gonna see this soon with the wife on our anniversary. I hope this movie's gonna be good, and I hope they they're actually able to get some smart writers. You know, like honestly, I I, I, mean, I can't believe i to say this. I, I said it to you before, Justin. I think we've talked about this some the show. Why not let Michael Bay direct a GI Joe movie? I think he could do it. You know, yeah, as long I mean, as we don't
3: go crazy like he loves military shit and explosions. Yeah, like, he could he definitely. You get a fucking boner
1: for the military guys. Like, oh come on, guys, serve my country. Mm, good. Yeah, like, is that fairness? Of, of, of all people could who out. could
3: actually do a a, uh, a halfway decent uh, military thing, it would be him.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he directed Top Gun Maverick. I think that was someone else. But he did direct Top Gun, and that was a good fucking movie, man. But it was yeah. all about giving slow hands to the military. Shout out to military members. But some people would argue that film, any bit of military that Michael Bay gets involved with is pure propaganda. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of those people. I'm just saying he does love his military guys. He does,
3: and he's got he's got the ins with plenty of the military, like people in the military. So like he'd make he'd be fun.
1: Yeah, it, it'd and, be good. would be good. And shout out to military guys that do serve our country. I am very grateful for your service. I can't be prouder of having guys like you on the front line. We're just making fun of Michael Bay saying that he's got a boner for you guys. So I'm sorry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and saying and his, talk, huh? Go ahead. I was
2: just gonna say real quick, and his name is still all over. The- in the movie, they made sure that you knew that it was Michael Bay produced yeah. and Steven Spielberg executive produced all over Rise of the
1: piece All right, well we pan in on the Hispanic family. Let's make sure we get a big Hispanic flag of some kind and have Spanish music playing. <laughs> all right, throwing some Spanglish. Oh, okay, okay, Mike. Yeah, just making sure. Remember who? Remember who's chiming out the funds here, guys? Okay, remember who's chiming out the funds? Uh, the female character, she black. Yeah? We need to make her go, boy, at one point, okay? Let's get Anthony Anderson here to jump in on the scene. (laughs) He needs work. Brooklyn, yeah! You're going to (laughs) hear that a lot, too. Oh, she's from Brooklyn. Let's make her from Brooklyn and make her want to fight everybody. Okay? But she's like, you know, an an archaeologist. No, she's not. Come on. (laughs) Come on. But Michael, come on. (laughs) All right? I'm a fucking archaeologist compared to her. Those tits are fucking sagging. That's Michael Bay. Apparently, he really is a sexist piece of shit on set. Um, by the way, fans, those of you listening, we normally have like three pages worth of notes. Uh, pre-order has been our no- news hound in f- just like six. So <laughs> we're covering everything. It's a mega-sode. mega um, Moving on to third-party news. Mod fans slash fans alliance masterpiece scale transforming roller will be available in even less color. <laughs> Yay!
3: This is a dilemma. Is this really? Uh huh.
1: It is for me too. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a shit ton of customizers out there, like creaming their pants right now. Yep.
2: Well, and also there's pricing up there. I put the pricing from Show Z Store just because it's very affordable.
3: Yeah. It's ridiculously affordable.
1: Is it? Why? Really? Why is it so cheap?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Thirty five ninety nine yep that's that's not bad
2: at all for what's probably going to be around the deluxe size well bigger than a
1: uh, 5.71 5.71 inches that's about a little it's a little bigger than a deluxe but just below voyager scale um yeah. it looks pretty cool i mean i i like the idw rendition of roller we talked about this uh with uh, mastermind creations version of him i like that version of roller uh, this guy does look really cool. I feel like this is another one of those demolition crew things there, Justin, if you remember those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. When that. they were doing the twins. Yeah,
3: they were great. You remember they, those, Rich? They were good for the price. And, uh,
1: yeah. If if you're quiet enough, you can hear Richard pre-order both of these guys.
2: <laughs> well, what I just realized is if you look at the, either one of those links, there's an IDW colored one now, too.
3: Yeah, I saw that. Really?
2: I just noticed that. So
3: there's three three different
1: colors. He's got a different head. It looks like too. Where where is the IDW color one? I must see it.
3: It's only in like a drawing. If you click if you click like the first one, you scroll down to like related products. Uh, you'll see it there. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I'm. Oh yeah! Look at that. Uh, I was uh you know I was of the dilemma here that like I don't know which one I prefer because. Like, blue roller is roller of my childhood, right? Like, that is that is the roller to my Optimus Prime. And, like, yeah, blue. But I don't really care for the robot mode with the red chest. Like, I kind of wish he was all blue versus red chested. Um, and then, like, silver roller is, like, roller of, like, the MP experience. Like, you get tons of silver rollers anymore. Like, that that's all you get. And I'm like, well, like, which one is the proper roller for me at this point? I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I the the problem with making the IDW roller in those colors is the size. In the mm-hmm. comic roller is a fucking giant. Like he towers over Optimus Prime. If you read those like pre Civil War Cybertron political drama issues of uh, uh not more than meets the eye, uh, Robots in Disguise, um, where they focused on this. Um, but I think it's a good idea. I might be in on them on the IDW colors. I think they're pretty sharp.
2: So you uh, get a, a Legend Scale Prime for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. I have a Magic Square Legends Class Prime, so I think it would work out great. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, so that looks pretty sweet. Uh, but at 35 bucks, it's not really that bad. So I think oh. it's a good introductory price for a company trying to get its feet in the water. And at least it's not a fucking silhouette. Um, new third-party company, TNT's take on uh, Bumblebee movie Cybertron mode Bumblebee, amazing engineering at a movie masterpiece scale. Let's take a look at this. So I've seen this. So this is M. This is so this is MP scale Cybertronian Bumblebee. The puppy. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think this looks good. Is this, is. this
3: is just a statue, though, right? Like it doesn't. Seem- no,
1: no. Nah, it's a figure. It transforms, man. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. That is a pretty solid fucking alt mode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see that. I didn't see that. that alt pretty move fucking before. sick. The paint job is. I mean, it's it's basically like two colors, right? But I mean, still, it's a fucking nailing it. If you count the black on the tires, it's three. But. Okay. So I mean.
3: I think this is cool i like it
2: yeah yeah looks good i'm sure we'll get a cliff jumper you know of course
1: of course i wonder this will be like 150 200 bucks
2: i have not seen a pre-order yet but
1: the third party unlimited helm to buy our very own favorite marine yule dragon mame hair i forget his last name um so there we go. DNA design taking Legacy Animated Prowl to the next level.
2: You guys have uh, obviously
1: heard of this already, but... Yeah, pre-ordered. I pulled a Richard. And I was like, not so fast, <laughs> buddy. I'm buying this shit.
2: I don't oh. have Prowl, but this looks damn good, I think.
1: I
3: like the alt mode. Like, I like the addition of the sidecar. Um, I do feel like the head gets lost too much in the the actual helmet when it's on, and that's the thing that's. I kept believe me from. officially Brilliant.
1: that's called a Kabuto. Yeah, well, I might be head. immensely wrong. Any of our weeboo mm-hmm. listeners want to correct me? Probably Crimson Raptor. Feel free. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's
3: fine. Like, I, I, I definitely think it's a, a neat upgrade. But to me, I, it, it, I didn't really care for the way the head was in the, uh, the helmet. So I did not go after this one.
1: <clears> I. I did. I want to have this option because I missed out on the on the animated at the time because I was like indecisive and there wasn't really prowls around by me by that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I know it was like wasn't it Torch Us exclusive? Uh, uh, Samurai Prowl? I didn't think so. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. It's
3: been a while. I, don't I didn't think
1: he was, but it, I didn't really keep up that well with the fucking animated line when it came out. I just remember seeing an Optimus Prime and picked him up, uh, and it was a Cybertronian Deluxe. Uh, mode, alt well, mode,
2: Cybertron mode. Mhm.
1: Um,
2: which I couldn't believe they never put out as a cup, but yeah, yeah, that'd have been a nice cup back.
1: Mhm. But yeah, the I love the sidecar. It's even a seat too, man. You could like stick a Diaclone soldier there, Justin. Oh, you soldiers! I did, I did. You're above those bastards. Mhm. Yeah, I do. this is this is pretty sweet. No, I, think, um,
3: I totally understand, and I think it's a good upgrade. And, yeah, it was pretty much inevitable.
1: So. The This one makes me laugh. Trans Art Toys still bird-dogging the masterpiece Beast Wars line with their take on Beast Wars Silverbolt. I have seen this figure. I have seen these renders. And all I could say to myself was, man, all someone has to do is buy that Beast Wars Silverbolt figure, and they're golden. They don't need to buy this. There is nothing new they'll do here besides not having ball joints on the hinges. Um, They're really, he is the, he was the most annoying Beast Wars figure in my collection. It was so hard to make him stand up. (laughs) It really was. It was such a pain in the ass. I had to lean him up against him because he takes up a lot of real estate with those fucking wings. That probably I could see is in like, you might be able to fold. Were you able to fold the, the silver bolt wings back in the day?
2: Not as much as I think this one can, but a little bit.
1: Yeah, and what kills me is, with all this engineering, you still have the fucking Griffin feet hanging off his fucking arms. Like, the, you couldn't engineer a way for them to. Oh slide yeah, in and I can see that. Shoulder? I can see that
3: behind. Uh, yeah, like touching the wing. That's weird. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> it's it's fucking dumb. Um, I don't think this think one's gonna sell well. This is gonna put him under that imposable hands. I'm sorry.
2: I think that's the animation. I think that's where the animation model was though too. See, so he had him hanging off his forearms, Josh Birch or off the back Birch. of his arms. Oh yeah, he's
1: excited. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna reply to him real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just look at this. Guy up on eBay. Save yourself the cash. (laughs) There, sent. Who liked this? Steve Phillips is like, Yes, my favorite transformer colorist. Yay. Oh, here's Spring Lamb doing the gift of like shut up and take my money. Yeah, I don't even know how much this is gonna be. I mean, they're whatever. I don't have any of those stuff. Um, one more, and then we gotta take a quick break. Um, I like them French fried potatoes. New Age Slingblade, A.K.A. Bulkhead. Okay, so mm-hmm, French fried potatoes. So let me just make this clear for everyone listening: If you buy this figure, it does not mean you get the fuck Angelina Jolie in a limousine and talk about it in front of her dad, like Billy Bob Thornton did. Um, this thing looks like a complete retool of their Inferno and Grapple. Mm-hmm. And I think they went ahead and took a page out of the X Transbots uh, masterpiece figure they made of them. Pretty much, yeah.
3: It's it's yep. the same exact
1: concept, downscaled. Yeah, I like the head sculpt. Very animated, but it's like it just—it's. You look at the head sculpt, it's like cool. Then you look at the rest of the body, you're like, mm. I don't Man, know if happened? I like the head
3: sculpt. If I'm honest with you, like he's got this like the 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 lower jaw looks like what was his name from He-Man was it trap jaw. Trap jaw,
1: yeah. I was thinking
3: <laughs> okay. the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm like, ah, I, I just don't think that that looks very good, honestly.
1: Skeletor, masturbate on He-Man while he sleeps. Good idea,
3: Yeah. <laughs> <job. laughs> Yeah. Knows I'm... Yeah. So I mean, this is like one of those things. Like I, I like, it almost looks like he's got like the jaw, and then he's got a face. Like it doesn't really look bulkhead to me.
1: It, it looks like if Trap Jaw was a transformer.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You could make this in red and like blue and all that, and like, I would or buy that more. Yeah, I would buy that more than I buy bulkhead if I'm honest with you. So I don't. His
1: name Trap Draw? I used to call him Lock Jaw all the time. Isn't that a medical condition? <laughs> I think so. Fuck, I'm stupid.
3: But uh yeah, like I mean I mean it, uh, unfortunately I don't I don't think this one's for me. So yeah. um and I'm in on most of the new age stuff, you know, so and I, I don't know. This is a miss and I love animated. But like that, I, I mean, think this big... work looks worse almost worse than the uh the X Transbots one, which I also think has a very bad head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then look at those beautiful screws in the back. Just in case they're too tight, you can mm-hmm. loosen them on your own. Alright, so we got some uh, more New Age reveals, Infernal and Grapple. Kind of
2: goes hand in hand, right?
1: Yeah, yep. That back's a lot cleaner than that fucking bulkhead.
2: Is this, uh,
3: so they did this. What's different about these? Are these just. It's the oh. G1 version. Okay, the ones, the ones stickiness. with the. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. So, eh, it's fine. If you're in on it, you kind of figured this was coming, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another way for them to milk that mold. hmm. Um,. They're, I'm sure they're great figures. I have I have my Hasbro parts for these guys, so you know, um, yeah. So we'll just click out of that, and we got Mo variants, Mo money, Mo new age legend. Hound variants revealed. So this is. It. So I never recalled there ever being a shattered glass hound, but I guess this is it.
3: I remember there being a Shattered Glass Hound, and he was 10, and he was called something else.
1: A sandstorm or some shit like that? Or
2: There's uh, Ditritus.
1: Yeah, that's the one I was the, thinking
2: of. The E-Hobby. He's actually a different character. He's what? the junkie on E-Hobby G1 repaint.
1: Hmm. Uh, what was his name?
2: Ditritus. Or detrius Not Ditritus. Ditritus is a real word.
1: Detrius. Okay, yeah. So, yeah.
2: Uh, cool? Detritus, that's it. I guess. I think Bacon released what they called a shattered, was it Shattered Glass Hound, and it was supposed to look like the G2 Hound that never came out. Yeah. That Sergeant Hound figure. But there it he
1: wasn't, is. It, it red Scorpion. Red, isn't that it?
2: Scorpion. I don't know Red Scorpion.
1: It's, it's there. It's on the the picture gallery. Oh, yeah. So that's the,
2: yeah. The
1: Tritus.
3: And they're doing the Jurassic Park Jeep right at the same time as uh, Hasbro. Interesting.
1: <laughs> hey, look, yeah. that's the next one on here is the Jurassic Park Jeep cover scheme. Uh-huh. Yeah. that's legit. Know? comes with a roll bar and everything. So, net, which, by the way, that fucking Hasbro set for Jurassic Park is fucking hilarious. I like the beast figure. Looks dope, but the Dennis Nedry. <laughs> yes. Like, come on, bro. Like, you fucking kidding me. I got it in the news coming up. Alright, so, yeah. Yeah, looks neato. Yeah. Up yeah. Next, I, X- I'm
3: surprised there's no Jeeper Creeper. Like, come on, so easy.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, This would be a fun name to say. X Transbots, Fiorvanti, Fiorvanti DT, aka uh, the fucking Omnibots. Okay.
3: Dude, I am so excited for these. Like, I am not usually excited for x bots, but I want Omnibots so bad. I don't care about the yellow one, but I do want the uh, the red, uh, yeah.
1: I feel like he needs to eat something.
3: I think he, I think he looks okay. Given <laughs> I, the Omnibots, I, 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 I think understand. he's fine. I'm excited. Like,
1: what's with the wings? Does he fly? So he all does, three... yeah. It looks like the mask card.
2: Yeah, all, all three of the Omnibots, and I didn't know this until I looked up who the heck that yellow one was, all three of them came from Diaclone, of course, and all three of them were called double changers, because mm-hmm. they had an alt mode, and then they had like a battle alt mode, which was like a car with weapons. And if you remember, all three Omnibots had some kind of fold-out weapon thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Overdrive had the wings and the, the double gun that came out of his boobs, <laughs> and then uh, bibs. And then uh, camshaft had the, like, pop-out missile on the back. There's, like, back window rotated up.
1: Mm -hmm. Not so fast, Decepticon. Eat tit laser. (laughs) No, not as tit laser redeemed. (laughs) No. That yellow one is obnoxious. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, that's bright fucking yellow. It's yeah, a good thing I, it'll be I, like brown by the time it ships out.
3: I do not care for the yellow one. Um, I mean, I'm sure he has some kind of basis, but it does nothing yeah. for me.
2: There was, there was a Diaclone yellow one. I just threw it yeah. in because they had pictures of both, so I threw them together. I, I, I think love he
3: looks weird these... with his white face and his yellow eyes, like he looks sick.
1: Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how this looks like a Pontiac Ferrero.
3: Oh, don't be smirched with the Ferrari.
1: <laughs> that oh my god this just reminds me of a Camaro IROC and we used to joke back home in Jersey what does IROC stand for I don't I rock. <laughs> this stands for Italian R word out cruising <laughs> Um. yeah Justin's pre- I'm hearing Justin's mouse pre-order these and Rich mm-hmm. is actually sitting there going Bleh. no
2: well, I like the red one I like overdrive
1: um, tiny ultra Magnus from Ric Flair's favorite third-party company, Doctor Woo!
2: Yeah, this sure. looks alright.
3: Shit. So these these have been uh, if if this is the toy line, I think of um, they've all been pretty good so far, and they're like all cheap, aren't they? Like, almost yeah, they're really cheap. cheap,
1: and they come in sets and. For a fucking Ultra Magnus micro changer, yeah, this is pretty fucking good. Even the White Optimus Prime. So holy crap, dude, they f- he fucking nailed it. Yeah, he really did. Like I think he fucking nailed this little Magnus. If you're in on collecting these, I think you're gonna benefit from this. It even has ankle tilt from what I'm seeing here. No. Yeah. Well, the White Prime does. This is really fucking impressive. To get all that down to like a, what, three-inch scale, four-inch scale?
0: hmm Yeah,
1: he's tiny. That's fucking crazy good. Man, it must suck when you lose a missile, though. You know yeah. it. Someone will, and they'll try to sell it for retail. <laughs> that's that's the best thing. Quick side story. Uh, in the Facebook groups, like, I think a month ago, the Mezco 112 Batman Michael Keaton figure dropped, right? And people were offloading their Batman to to I guess pay off the Michael Keaton one. And so I was looking at the preview exclusive, which is like the blue and gray suit Batman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And one dude's selling it for like one twenty. I look at it, he's like, missing one right fist, one open left hand, other than that complete. And I'm like, Well, I'll give you i <laughs> I'm like, I'll give you seventy five bucks for it, bro. Why? You're missing, like, two hands, dude. Like, it's not complete. And you're selling it like it is. And that's its retail price when it came out. Well, it's worth more than that now. I'm not willing to pay that amount. I'm willing to pay $70.
3: It would have been if you weren't missing parts.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's why I look at this and I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, imagine owning Because this looks really good. This Ultra Magnus looks fucking great. I think Dr. Wu fucking straight up killed it with mm-hmm. this Ultra Magnus. But it's like, you lose that gun, you lose a leg piece from the trailer, and you're fucked. Yeah, that's the downside of owning any part former. Is if you miss, lose a spot, lose a part, you are screwed.
3: Yeah, I remember there was one time. Remember the uh, the fans toy fans project fans project um, their trailers that they did like that Ultra Magnus trailer and mm-hmm. the Rodimus. Like oh, I remember yeah. I lost that little center thing um, oh. that like held it all together for a while. I'm like, oh god, yep. it's never gonna be a, a trailer ever again. Now you right got now a it.
1: gallon Ziploc bag full of like fucking parts. Exactly. And you're like, hey man, 120 shipped. Uh-huh. This is the centerpiece that keeps it together. Other than that, it's complete. Mm-hmm. So Hasbro channeling fan toys with a legacy brawn reveal, among others, in their May live stream. So I've seen this brawn. I pre ordered this brawn.
2: It looks good. It does look kind of fans it,
1: toys. It now. does. It looks like it took a page out of Hunk. And they're like, yeah, we just gotta do this right here, fuck things up. Um, yeah, so they look, they're doing that brown hound. That sounds fucked up. They're doing that, uh, what's his name? Detritus. Detritus Hound in a Legacy line, which looks pretty cool, you know, hooray. Um, Shadow Striker, we saw stuff of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Bomb, is it Bombshell? Right, we have Shrapnel, Kickback, Bombshell. He's coming out good, so your Secticon lineup's got to be complete. Um, and then is that so? Is that supposed to be Tron, or no Bludgeon? That's who that is. Yeah, Tron's a darker colored version. And look, they're doing a. Yeah, this is a. This has got to be the Studio Series Optimus Prime from Rise of the Beast. That looks a ton better than the version we got for the mainline. Yeah. Was that evil-as-shit Rhinox figure? (laughs) We fight meat. I win, I eat. You win, you eat. Winner take all. With his fucking I-hate-ultra-magnus hammer. Um, That brawn looks really fucking good. It does. It looks damn good. And the old, last brawn I picked up from Hasbro was doing a studio series movie based on a Bumblebee movie. Um, I'm surprised it's not there for comparison, but... Oh, look, they're doing... Look, the, 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 you can unfold the legs and make it look like the g G1 toy. That's cute. Mm-hmm.
2: And, of course, I'm sure we'll get a uh, Outback.
1: Oh, no, and just like every other time they release Outback, no one will give a shit unless they're from <laughs> Australia. Um, it's fucked up to say, but tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> and we got a core class Bumblebee with the head on, the mask with the battle mask. And look, more War for Cybertron cliff jumper who looks hollow as fuck. Mhm. Uh-huh. I don't understand why they just didn't re-release some of the original generations line. Um, that Megatron that looks okay. I pre-ordered the Prime. Apparently, I have a Prime shelf now.
3: I think their Prime looks kind of cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it does. I think it's better compared to its fucking Memoritz Deluxe. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that was was, terrible. That was a fucking joke. I think the coolest thing anyone ever did was repaint it to be like a, a Earth Mode Grimlock. I ended up buying another one to try to do the same thing, but I didn't know Jack squat. And there's the two packs, Amazon Exclusives, the Megatron. Yeah, it's just a basic repaint of the Siege Megatron. That's fine. Um... I didn't pre-order that. I pre-order the Center uh, of Shockwave and Ryan Pax. That's the Helm Mold, which is pretty cool. I like that idea. And let's see. Yeah. So they have. I guess we're doing another. What's her name again? From R.I.D. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> <Getting there. laughs>
3: I remember her she like was so
1: Anthony. impactful she was actually a character in the fucking last spot standing comic which was trash but oh, strong arm strong arm there we go yeah
3: I knew it started with an s I was
1: like yeah. safe I no? was gonna go with shit arm but the shadow strike which I got excited for then I saw the toy and I was like ouch <laughs> we have a bludgeon based on the IDW I guess they're going that route and oh look they finally admit their evil fusion is trash um, Trash master. can we talk about the evil fusion real quick? Um, because I'm going to have to skate out of here cause I got to get up at like 4am. Um, so the recent run of legacy figures is legacy evolution and their evolution gimmick is basically, I feel like they were reaching cause they want to call this like a different category, but like, Oh, that's who I got. I got shrapnel for legacy. Um, Shrapnel and Crosscut. Those are extra guys I got. That's what I forgot. Mm-hmm. So Shrapnel's Evil Fusion is you can mount his guns together. His two purple guns that double as his insect feet. And you can make his little blaster into a giant rifle. Which I guess is cool. Right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Crosscut Evil Fusion is the same thing you could do with Skids with all his shit. Because it's just a repaint of Skids like it always has been. Um, and they're like, evil fusion. And it's like, they show, like, you stack these together. It's like, well, we did that with Skids and Burnout. And it was shit then, too. Like... <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's fucking trash. Oh, they got a... Oh, they're doing a Dreadwing. Good. Good. That one I'm excited for. I love their Skyquake. So, I hope it's not a Target exclusive. No, I'm screwed. So, we will pay Scalper price for that bitch. Um...
2: So I got better pictures of that coming up, too.
1: Yep. Oh, really? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Overpriced and ready for repaints, the 3-0 MDLX Starscream story. I feel like this is like an episode of, like, Investigation Discovery. 3 zeros <laughs> next MDLX Generation 1 figure is live tonight with the release of Starscream. The smallest of the vicious well, the various, various three zero skills comes in at a 7.5 inches tall and has 50 points of articulation. Its And its parts interact with the MDLX Optimus Prime to recreate some cartoon goodness. Retail price is fucking stupid at 120 fucking dollars and will ship the first quarter of 2024. Read on for more pics and details and responses below to cop your set. So this is okay. It's fine. That's yeah. good. It looks almost good. It's pricey. Eight inches tall. Almost, it's seven and a half inches tall. It's an inch and a half smaller than MP10. I, what are they doing here? Is like, can you swap heads with him and Optimus Prime to recreate that part from G1 that you could do with MP44?
3: That's what I'm assuming. Is it here? Maybe just show
1: it. They do. It's they do. The oh, edge. Optimus. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. You can add the wings on Optimus Prime and take off Optimus Prime's head and then put Starscream's head there. So, you know, they make a Thundercracker, on am oh, I'm sure they will. And I didn't know they made a Megatron. I did not know at all that they made a Megatron. But it looks good. A lot of detail put into it. I feel like this is like the Flames Toys like model kits, but, you know, they probably have more weight to them. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's nice. I'm not a Starscream fan. I'm sure Matt's ordered, like, three. Yeah, you know, one for display, one to keep in box, and one for backup.
3: And one to make it look kind of like a jet flying through the air.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, Chipotle fuck me up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then, damn it, Gator. Get out of the bathroom, boy. I love you. I don't want to... Oh, no, Gator's dead. Man, my <laughs> dog. I killed him with my Chipotle shits. Um... So would you just look at that face? A Studio Series, right of the Beast, Prime's chest. Hold up. Wait a minute. Where is that face? What face are you talking about? It's
2: got, it's got like a little open mouth, like, yay. Oh, man. Oh, I can't <laughs> see it. Yeah, pick five especially, I think. What
1: what figure, What figure? Prime figure yeah. was it that their chest looked like a fucking giant rat trap mouth was open yelling? Was it Rumble? <laughs> I remember like that. that's once I saw that I was like, oh, I can't unsee this now. This is horrible. And now it's this, and I have him on my shelf. Oh no! It <laughs> looks
2: like you could you
1: could paint oh, little parts inside his teeth, even on the bottom there. <clears throat> One second, my uh, stomach teeth has a uh, Dorito stuck. <laughs> oh, it's a wheeljack is... face. <laughs> Don't worry, Prime. We're together forever. Let me take some photos of you in chocolate. What? Nothing. So this is a studio series, not the Rise of the Beast mainline figure. That's out already. So Um uh, This isn't bad. It really isn't. Um him next to Scourge looks really fucking cool. Um and that's that 3-0 figure next to him. Uh, this has already better paint apps, of course, because it's Studio Series. There is next to the video game prime who <laughs> who looks like like, Yeah, I'm the pirating champ of twenty twenty two. I fucking ate question. 75 pies and I passed out and went in a two-month coma, but I won, bro. I won. Pass me a Mountain Dew. No one needs to know my blood sugar's already at 180. <laughs> that Scourge is a solid fucking-looking figure, though. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yeah. So that looks good. I mean, if you need it, I'll probably pick him up. I don't care. Um, I'll probably, if I see him in the wild, I'm pre-ordering that shit um guys i have to go though all
3: right well then that sounds like a place
1: where we should call it yeah so as always uh shout out to our good friend eddie dustmites for providing the beats of the theme song check out our friends at realm of collectors at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash realm of collectors or follow us from our scu days we're grateful and we're glad you're still with us on this journey 44 episodes in. Check out ttrx 6s YouTube. He doesn't update, neither do I. Mm-hmm. And check out my YouTube. I don't update, neither does t 2 6 Check out Matthew's YouTube. Pretty really sure you see him sharing it throughout Facebook. At, face- at YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash Deluxe Baldwin. And check out pre-order at your local bus stop. His photos on the banner, on the <laughs> bench, next to pre-order real estate. Come buy your new home with me. I'll make dreams come true. That's and bad. for Rob... And for Robert, who's sitting there teaching his little girl to become the world's smartest woman like Valeria Richards from Marvel Comics, Um, on behalf of me and everyone else on this podcast, we want to thank you for listening. Until then, stay reformatted and have a nice day somewhere else. Indeed. Good night. Good night, everyone.